You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Low Winter Sun After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Low Winter Sun After Show. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another Low Winter Sun after show. This is episode 105, Cake on the Way. I am Matt Lieberman, and joining me, as always, is the fantastic Miss Steph Z. Hello, hello. And the <laughs> lovely and talented Miss Oriana Leo. Hi there. And we have a very, very special guest this week, uh, Mr. James Harvey Ward, who <sighs> plays Michael on Low Winter Sun. Welcome, James. Woo! Hello. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, no problem. Yeah, thank you me. for coming at such a grave hour. I'm so glad we got you this week, because I'm worried we might not have been able to get you later on. Uh, we don't know. Man, am I available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, man. Uh, so the big development this week, and we're just going to jump right into it, uh, is that you are you are a casualty in the major shootout between uh, Papa T and Damon's crew. A uh, lot's up in the air, and we don't know where where Damon is going to strike next. If he's going to go, we saw in the uh, c- scenes coming up, he might be going back to Skelos in an attempt to uh, take some revenge do, on Papa T's crew. Do we think right away that he's for sure dead? Do we think there's no change of heart? I mean, we kind of like fade I'm out with. Of, okay, so I'm kind of thinking that Maya, there's the look like she yeah. looked. Maya's going to be like, move over, know. Damon. I'm driving him. No, to I mean. We didn't see Dead Boy. Yes, we we basically did. <laughs> He's I mean, like, I can't J- tell you. Yeah, anymore. James, you look like the cat who ate the canary. But like, <laughs> the the lights going off in the car. They're just sitting there in the dead dead Michael filth. Okay, right. He's there's no way he's alive. You don't do that at the end of the episode. There's, it's the magic of television. There's always a way. I'm sorry. I wish you were alive, but I don't think you're alive. I'm dead. You're dead. You're dead. Are you for sure dead? I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. Oh my god, don't be dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm you sorry. You can say that with surety? I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think oh he can. It doesn't mean I'm done. Does oh. that make sense? Okay. okay. Ah. Yes, you know it I mean? does. But, yeah, I'm. That's the way I played it. Yeah. That yeah, I, saw, I thought that was very clear. You know? <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, because I, you know, I think it's it's uh, being dead is supposed to kind of shift the trajectory of Damon's character. Absolutely, you know, uh, where what he's trying to do or who he's trying to be is bigger than anything I meant to him, or that us growing up meant to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like at the right. end of the day, it was about covering himself. Absolutely, um, which is just so sad. It's so sad because he absolutely needs you. <laughs> Like, the dude is just, like, he's way overreaching. He thinks he can be Skelos, and he loses his most trusted friend and confidant. Not much of a plan. No. no. Not much of a plan. Much and of, you can see what plan. it's doing bet- bet- to Maya. 
and yeah. he's relationship. Yeah. And she's coming up. I think she's coming up with a little power trip. She seems to be. Oh, she calls the shots. She totally, she calls, totally calls the shots. She's certainly much like, uh, for me, watching as a viewer more, or reading it, more uh, like just grounded and living that life. It yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. like uh, with Damon's character, with PJ's character, his, it seems like work. For him to be right. that guy, she just right. kind of who Naturally she is and runs that bar, that. and she just like which is so, controls the world. Which is so interesting because clearly, coming from being married to Sean, who is an ex-cop, like you want to know how exactly her world got turned upside down. Well, I mean, did why. it get turned upside down? Or, because it doesn't seem like being a cop is any different than being a criminal a in criminal. Detroit. Yeah, I mean, particularly as they're you know portrayed in this show, with the exception yeah. of. Of, Not even of Frank. Well, it, of Danny. Yeah, Danny. Yeah. You know, she's on the level. She hasn't been gotten to yet, though. Yeah. But it's a, you know, I, and I mean, you know, if, if, if Sean got turned drug-wise, I mean, that's, you know, that stuff is rampant around there. Obviously, right. it's flying around the show. and Yeah, Maya even passed him a little bit well, outside that, of the international. And she partakes. All yeah. The you know? And she's like... She's horribly selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's watching her sister raise her kids. She's doing bumps of coke behind an empty bar and helping her new husband run drugs and prostitutes while her ex-husband is on the street out of work in the junkie. Right, right. So she, no well, when one, you put it like that. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> but, but that's still... on paper. But she brings, she makes it a real person and not, right. like, you, you write that down and you're like, wow, that's a shitty person. But she she provides so much empathy. <laughs> but like right. It, it's, it's right. There is something underlying right, that sure. she has that you want to be like. Oh, she's trying to do something. Right. 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 Not yeah. just that. You want there to be like a moment that her life went off track. You know. Exactly. That she wasn't always this person, but that she's seen things and done things that most people would have nightmares about. Right. And this yeah. is what she had to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, we want to convince ourselves of that at least, so that we can feel like I mean, a lot of she didn't spray. have a choice. Hmm. You know, yeah. like Sprague doing that part is mm-hmm. uh, the actress. Yeah, she's like got strength and vulnerability, and she's like hard but sweet. And you could see her if she got a crack at it being a good mom. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just or, a tough hand she got. Dealt. At least like doggedly protective of those kids, right? You know, there's a reason why she gave them away, and I think it's not just you know that she didn't want to raise them. They would be at a disadvantage if in her care. Yeah, as of sure. right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that scene between the two of you um, in the bar this episode, and I almost kind of got like like hints of like that I like her. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I did. That's I'm glad you did because that's yeah. that was the point, or for me it was anyway. Um, I think, Maybe prob- that I think probably when you're calling out I know, for her that's on your dying. That's harder when you're like Maya M. What, like, I think ultimately me for me, I gave way to what Damon wanted or what I thought was in his best interest. You know, to the downfall of myself. Whether it was I like Maya, that was the way I, I was interested in Maya while he was interested in Maya, and it was like, well, he's Damon, so he gets what he, he gets wants, what he and wants I kind of stand beside him and behind him and support what he wants to do, and right. it got me. Alone and then, you know, shot in the back of a car. Damn. Wow. <laughs> That's just the way it the happens. Heart. That's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. Everyone seems to love Maya. Like, she's got all these men in her orbit. Skelos is so super creepy in the way that he acts around her. You were in love with Maya. Um, Damon was in love with Maya. Papa Sean T was in got love with a little sugar balls. today. Yeah. yeah, she handles herself, yeah. you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I mean, it's... 
I mean, AMC just in general, not like, not a lot of female parts on that network. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, she's of got a note. Strong or she's strong got a strong female. One. Yeah. yeah. You know, when there's like, there's her and then there's like Skylar on Breaking Bad, but they're, they're all like, there's like one part per show where there's like yeah, a strong, on like, mad men. Right. Yeah. They can really yeah. handle themselves and like with men or women and go talk to women when she needs to talk to women. Right. You know, like a woman. Yeah. And it's our like the man like a man, and uh, it's interesting. I, I I like the part, and I like her relation the relationships she has with everyone. I like the scene she had last episode with uh with Frank, where he came in and kind of told her stop doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just nice. I mean, it was just easy and real, and I believed it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that's part of why we root for her so much. I think yeah. Yeah. she's so believable. Yeah, and there's the whole Lady Macbeth thing, you know, that whole <laughs> vibe that's going on in yeah. the. All season, so how do you feel? How do you think Michael's death will affect them? Um, like for for Damon, is it just that the uh, the abandoned got robbed, or is it that his best friend is dead? You know, I, how does Maya react? Are they are they grieving, or are they just pissed that they got they got robbed and one of their guys got shot? I think grieving. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's a voice of reason. There's a, I mean, and I think he really cared about me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think it's a selfish move at the end, but I think he cared. And I think I, I stuck around because I know he cared, like in his own way. Do you think you know? this will make him realize that he doesn't have a plan? Uh, I think that a lot of times in these sorts of situations, like blood will be answered with blood. So the pay, the plan just gets even worse. Worse. Sure. It's it's a continues to be a by trying to form a plan it just turns into a lack of more lack of a plan. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't even know what I'm just saying. Just chaos, pretty much. Yeah, chaos, yeah. exactly. He's like, chaos Hilarity answered. ensues. Chaos yeah. answered with chaos kind of and violence yeah. with violence. Like an sure. eye with an eye. Yeah. And I, I just want to compliment you on that final scene. It was just like it was just so tragic. A really, really beautiful performance. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was holding my I, breath yeah. and my notepad. Well yeah, yeah. and then uh <laughs> it, it just comes out of nowhere. We were all just like, What? Yeah. Good. You know, everyone was just watching, watching the fight, and then all of a sudden, you know, they roll up, and then, and then we're just like, God damn it, Papa T, really, really, <laughs> right. you're gonna do this right now? Right. And then, you know, um, Gus just couldn't let them walk out. Right. If he had just, if he had yeah. just let them walk out, he it's has to pop off a what shot. You can do it, with one hand. <sighs> right. Yeah. Pop off a <laughs> couple <laughs> rounds. Didn't call back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's good. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you liked it. Those are tough, those scenes. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to, to a lot of times, you know, I've died on television or been shot or killed on television a lot. And it's usually you catch a bullet that's back of the head and you fall down. Yeah. Or it cut to and you're laying there dead. There's never a dying You don't ever go through process. it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's rough to shoot. And we were driving, we were being pulled through downtown Detroit till like 630 in the morning. Like all night shooting that. We we're shooting like these long, like almost like small one acts in the back seat of that car. Um, Fun times. So it was, yeah, it was really intense. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I mean, you got to stay kind of in a certain place the whole thing. It's pretty exhausting. Is it fear or acceptance? Like from an acting perspective, can you t- walk us through it? My, you, the, yeah. my approach to it? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, not to start sounding actory, 
but oops, too late. Um, <laughs> the whole like actory uh, is the you, most actory. You know, the whole word. the whole idea, yeah, of acting like a like truthfully under imaginary circumstances, right? Right. So your imagination better be like really crisp. Like it better be big. Like yeah. the stakes better be huge. And I find that I was fortunate enough to be in the back seat or in the car with three people that I cared about in the given circumstances, but also cared about as human beings that I had gotten to know over a couple of months. Um, and then you start attaching what you're saying to things that are real in your life. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, and then I had about a three song loop on an iPod that I was listening to before I started. And, uh, then, you know, sometimes it's just good to have some secrets. Okay. <laughs> you know what Fair I mean? Enough. Yeah. Totally. Um, cause as long as they're mine, they're available to me. When I make them sure. public, it kind of loses some of its sparkle. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Well said. Very well nice. Yeah. Very well you know? said. So it's, uh, but they were really caring the other three in the car. Yeah. You know, like protective of the integrity of the scene and what we were doing and uh, knowing that it was tough for all of us because, you know, you're covering people. Like there'd be a camera one time on PJ or one time on Sprague or one time on Billy and a camera on me or, and it's just a grind. Mm-hmm. And and nobody wants to be, you know, left out of where, you know, everybody's been giving their all and then it's your time to be covered and everybody's kind of like, ah, I don't want to do this again. I'm tired. Let's just kind of go halfway. But everybody was really involved. And we, we all felt like, I felt like we were all in it together. And uh, it was one of those, uh, you know, for the file, for me, the two or three you hang on to that really mattered. And it wasn't even about, you do a scene and it goes through a lot of filters before it gets on the air. I don't have any control over that. Yeah. But right. that night in downtown Detroit, in the back of that car with three people I consider friends of mine, was all that matters to me ultimately. That's awesome. Right. It's ironic that these were these people were caring. They cared about you in that scene. You guys had each other's backs, and ultimately, what's projected on screen is that they don't care that much about you. Right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, you have to like really have trust and understanding and empathy and compassion for the process and these people to get to a place where you look like you don't give a shit about anybody. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and they let us riff. You know, with the dialogue because. We were shooting for such a long period of time, it it felt stilted to just say what was scripted and not just be able to talk and right. be so, natural. Yeah, and um, and they were nice enough, and they had put together a scene that worked. Reading it, I mean, I was like, wow, if I'm gonna check out, this is a you know, <laughs> this is go. good, right? You know, that like, dog man. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought you were going to just put your head like on the So window. did I. <laughs> I kind of saw that happening as well. I did. I was like, he's just going to go like this. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a fun, it was a fun night. Actually, as soon as we finished shooting it, uh, uh, PJ plays Damon. Um, we jumped in a truck and he drove me to the airport. I flew back for a wedding on Saturday and then flew back the next day to Detroit. Oh my oh, goodness. Man. It was just bizarre. Marathon. I was at a wedding and Saturday afternoon and that morning I'd been in the back of a truck and or back of a car in downtown Detroit covered in fake blood. It's like, <laughs> man, this is what am I what life is this? this is so <laughs> Who bizarre. am I? Where am I? This is a really crazy. Fun one. Yes. Yeah. You know, so right. yeah. Um well we we're gonna come back to this. Uh we have to move on Do it. and talk about the rest of the episode. Uh so Frank and Joe 
big developments this week in yeah. uh, in the case. Uh, namely, that they figured out how to pin this on Not Billy Hobson. They. Yeah. Joe. Well, Joe jumped ahead, jumped the gun. <laughs> With, by yeah. pointing out the sink. Yeah. Yeah. A totally impulsive move. He did not consult Frank. He did it in front of Danny, so they'd have to stick with that story. Yeah. Right. But uh, Frank relented. I mean, yeah. he really gave in to Joe. He didn't really have a choice. He but didn't. He did, you know what I mean? Because Danny was there as well. It wasn't that he just said it to him and was like, this is a good idea, let's go with it. Like, yeah. he just put it out there and owned it and was like, Frank, you're going to follow this. Mm-hmm. But then we see that Frank does go along with it because it's a pretty good idea. It's a pretty good idea and they're not pinning it on anyone who's alive. Right. You know, like Frank is still very against, you know, uh, someone taking the fall for him. But if it's a, a dead guy, who's probably also a murderer. He's, 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 he he's wants a victimless crime is what he really wants. I mean, yeah. there's already been a crime, but he wants, if we're going to pin it on someone, it, they better be dead. They better be non-existent. Yeah. We're not going to send an innocent person to jail is his Yeah, issue. he doesn't want someone to go down for what he did. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, but I think it's, sorry to interrupt. It's really ahead. funny how he doesn't, he's so like adamant that he doesn't want someone to go down for him. But I mean, it, it, it plays later importance, the whole forgery thing. But he was very like, but I don't want to forge any names. We're like, you're going to like, you're, you yeah, killed somebody. Yeah. I killed the guy. But you're worried <laughs> about his signature. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> but he's like, you know, but that was like revenge killing. Like, this is like actual crime. <laughs> right. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, there Joe? are no dirty signatures, only dirty cops. Yeah, it's like moral cherry picking. Yeah. yeah, it totally <laughs> is. <laughs> totally. I killed a guy a couple of days. Who remembers that? Yeah. yeah. I feel like Joe's definitely like flexing his muscles by going to see D, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. pastor guy, yeah. um, to talk about Billy and Anton and what he knew. And, you know, he's 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 flexing his muscles, you know, pointing out the sink. We found Brendan's uh, murder site. And he's getting all this info and really, like, inserting himself in so that Frank isn't, in like, the lead boss anymore on this case. Well, he's just trying to show Frank that he can't be cowed, you know? Um, Because Frank had put him in a box for a few episodes, uh, and I think we're going to see some more tension between them as a result of what Frank discovered from all of these signatures. You know, he was highlighting the signatures and then noticed that there were different sets of handwriting uh, for multiple... Uh, arrest reports, multiple right. police reports. So either Joe was Joe was uh, forging fake arrest records, or uh, or Brendan was. We're not entirely sure yet. It was left kind of ambiguous. <laughs> James is smiling. I feel like James might know the answer. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting to listen to people talk about what they think happens, and when I, I mean, I know. What happens? <laughs> it's um, fun to be in that spot. You're yeah. just you're dying to tell us, I mean, aren't like, you, James? Oh my gosh! It's uh, I mean, I know like bold, big points that happen from here on out. Right. Uh, okay. And what is this about Sean resurf- resurfacing? Like, I'm kind of wondering how this is—is is this leading us down a- another trail? You oh, know, yeah. with him getting his free. Uh, Coke score. Three little. No- well, I if th- that if that's what I it think was, there's there's a layer there's layers in there that yeah. he you know apparently be- before like last episode you know we get reintroduced to this Sean we, you know the, the Maya relationship whatever and it was that he was not supposed to come around the bar and now he's taking it a step further coming around the bar but going then to Frank's house yeah but then he, even in that when Damon says to go away like you can see Maya still has a soft spot for him oh yeah and she gives him drugs. I know. Who does that? She still loves him. You know, like, for whatever whatever havoc he wreaked 
throughout their marriage and the end of their marriage. I, I don't think that she left him. That she that she left him hating him. You know, like he just was but incapable. She still loves him. Like in her mind, she thinks it's a good idea to give him drugs. Well, maybe that's what it took to get him to leave the bar. He was yeah. walking out. And Damon was going to maybe kill him if he didn't leave the bar, so give him some... I don't she's, know. She's between a rock and a hard place. I think it's two things. I think you're right, Oriana, that she's trying to get him out of the bar, out of trouble, before Damon gets all worked up. And we saw what happens when Damon gets upset. Yes. I was having a good day, and now I'm going to smack you right. across the face. Yeah, and I'm going to blame it on someone husband. else. I'm yeah. going to deflect what's really pissing me off and blame it on that you're flirting with Papa T. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's that, but also... You know, I think on some level she knows that, that that's like, that's what he wants to do. He made a decision. I don't think that she let him live on the street for however long, however long he's been there without trying to save him a few times. And I think that yeah, at some possible. point, a person decides that they don't want to be saved. Yeah, but even in that, someone, it might have been even your character, it was either you or Nick that said to her that you have a cousin. Yeah, that was me. That was you that said to her that I have, you have a cousin with, in a sober house. And she didn't respond like, oh, I'm over that, or I've tried that already. There was no, like, exasperated, like, that's not going to work, dude. So did she really, like, we don't know exactly what happened to make it the way that it is. Yeah. Well, uh, t- tell me something, James. So, mm-hmm. like, that, that scene, there were, there were kind of layers to that. Uh, discussion. You're like, you look even worse than the last time. Uh, and then you mentioned the sober house. Were you speaking specifically about Sean, or are you talking about her own drug use? Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Mm. Um, I, I don't think it was direct for either one of them. Hmm. I just think it was like, if Somebody you want to hear this, help. if you need to hear this, it's available. If, or to him, just like, because my character doesn't do drugs. Yeah. You know, there's do. I I guess I just, it was, I, for me, it was like put out there saying that we don't have to be these people that we're becoming, I guess. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I think I love the honesty. Yeah. Here. I mean, but, it's just, yeah. it's like... I mean, Sean's the mother, Sean's the father of Maya's kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I care about them. I knew them when they were a family. Yeah. You know, and it's like, this got these kids that aren't even, are taken away from you, and you're still doing coke behind the bar, and we're getting involved in like killing and this whole huge thing that, like, I didn't sign up for. And then Sean is out of work and useless and homeless and a junkie, and nobody seems to care that there's, there was at one time something good. And the one person who does care just died in the back of a car. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. You Is know, it, I mean... I feel like it's a trend lately with, with, these, uh, with these premium cable dramas. The people you like are always the first ones to die. Uh, and, and, like, the people who are actively doing good, like, I think of mostly Game of Thrones. But uh, it also happened on Under the Dome, pretty much, like, uh, a few, like, really key positive characters died. One of the things that I appreciate about this show, but it is also kind of like difficult as a viewer, you know, you're watching the first, uh, this is the fifth episode, and uh, we have this heinous act of violence that opens the show. And then we get uh, three and a half episodes of world building, really, until we have another heinous act of violence. 
um, where a positive character is killed. And I think we've been just kind of laying all this track, and now we're finally going to be able to speed up the locomotive a bit. Yeah, because initially they're asking a lot of a viewer. I mean, they first of all, they drop you right in the middle of something. Yeah. Without any explanation, really, of what's happening. And the person they're asking you to care about is a cop who just killed another cop, and the object of his desire is a Russian whore. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, and it's the Frank character that the only time, like, in the whole series or the whole five episodes that he's been, like, open and honest is he's having a beer with a homeless guy who just smoked out of a crack pipe. Yeah. It's the only time yeah. he was, like, relaxed and could be, talk about the Katia and kind of just be a guy sitting on a stoop with a beer having a conversation with a friend and it's it was a crackhead yeah, it was a crackhead yeah, yeah. Right. And that was such I mean, an awesome scene yeah, yeah and it, it was, was like and it's it's just so bizarre I mean he found this cat and he's petting the cat talking about it but it's like wow it's, it's just interesting I mean and, and, the, and what's for me interesting to watch Mark do is for him to be told things that are about him that he already knows and just be stilly watching the people say them to him and just watch him process and go through it. It's and it's a complicated watch. Yeah. You know, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's kind of one of those that I think after ten episodes, like stepping back and looking at it will be more appreciated than each individual Weekly. chapter. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I then for a season two you'll have more of a foundation. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, talking about these shows, these premium cable shows where people died, like no one's safe on this series. <laughs> okay. You know, nobody. Yeah. So I have a quick question. You mentioned that when you were like in the bar talking with Maya that you were there and it's something that you didn't sign up for. Was I reading into that or is there something that you could tell us like how you got to being Damon's guy well, to I, like I think we're I was probably I think every character on that in in a place in the situation they're in deserve better than what they got being okay. underprivileged in an inner city that's in ruin. Uh and I think all the characters deserve better, but my character in particular trying to make the best of the situation he was in was probably, you know, dime bags and right. you know, just enough to like like live and enjoy ourselves and then next thing you know shooting a guy in the head and robbing like a kilo of cocaine out of a trap house on the east side of Detroit and it's just like dude like I, what? Due to one right. guy's yeah. decision yeah like I'm not up, I, I'm, I didn't know we were doing this like yeah. I, my character never has like a gun or is like shooting anyone and is right. wasn't ever interested in needing to carry guns and I know he's lying about that we have you know when we go talk to the Reverend Lowdown He's lying about having Skelos' permission to operate. Everything is just like, dude, this is just like piling up and it's going to be horrible. Why do you think everyone kind of goes along with it? Because I don't think anybody else either has like the wherewithal or balls to like step up and come up with a counter proposal. Somebody Uh, might. Yeah, and we're just idiots. I mean, we're like. Like the the other two guys in the group are, are knuckleheads, or just yeah, or just yeah. <laughs> they I mean, are goofs. knuckleheads, and and, and, and Billy see that in the opening scene. Yeah, yeah. and Billy's character is just like insane. Yeah, I mean, you know he's but like a good guy. You could see him wrestling with like not wanting to be 
a killer. A killer, yeah. but it's like yeah. what he knows, you know. It's, so for Matt really, wa- Matt really wants him to be happy, in, even if that's killing people. <laughs> I think he deserves happiness. <laughs> even if you that think means. everyone deserves happy. Is that so wrong? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. 99.9%. But it's a tough show to talk about. Yeah. I mean, like, it just is. You know, because everybody's motives. I mean, the way I see it, maybe if if, if PJ or, or Billy or Sprague were sitting here, their opinion on the exact same scene might be completely different. But that keeps it interesting. I think. I think so. Yeah. I mean, and actor actor wise, it was it's a blast to work on, be a part of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I apologize, but like we need to just cover just a little bit more of the episode, and then we'll get into some more of this like in depth conversation. I just we have to get back to this investigation. Don't guys. apologize. Okay. I was thinking about the dribbler. The dribbler. The dribbler. dribbler. Boyd. Oh my gosh, he is so disgusting. He's so creepy. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a dick. Smarmalade. Smarmalade. Yeah. He's so smart. He is out of smarm. There's His smarm is so thick you can spread it on toast. There, there's, yeah. a thicker, there's a thicker from him. He's trying to set someone up something. on purpose. Those signatures, something goes back Well, to here's him. the thing, right? So we get a couple of little, little bites from him. We see him uh, t- uh, talk to Diamond down at the bar and we see him go to Katya's burned down uh, home. So one assumes that he found he found that house from Diamond, right? And he mm-hmm. finds a he finds a Christmas ornament there. I don't know the significance of the Christmas ornament. It wasn't really it, charred up. But that he brought bad. it up in the meeting with the mayor where they're putting mm-hmm. together that story that's gonna go to the public. Yeah. And he brings yeah. it up. The they Katya. Yeah, well he's just well no, they shout him down. Mm-hmm, they don't yeah. cover it. They, they, they basically, they present this story and they, then Joe just kind of shouts him down and the government wants, they want a scapegoat. They want to have this settled. They wanted it settled that day. They wanted it settled then or the lieutenant was going to be out in Flint doing patrol. Which we know is not realistic, but it's probably realistic as far as how government and public office works is that they want to meet for the people. They want yeah. to feed the people. They want to feed the right. people. They want to look like the, they're doing something and they're hungry for an answer that makes sense. And I think when they're presented with one that could be plausible, they want it to we'll be take the it. truth. I think that's a, the case in a lot of police mm-hmm. investigations. Yeah. You want it you want it to be the truth because then you can move on to other things. You can shut it and you can you can move forward yeah. and Boyd kind of gets thrown under the bus with this presentation. How great was it the process he, of getting the the answer with their all nighter? I loved that. That was drinking great. and staying. Yeah. Oh, just till midnight. It's nine o'clock, nine o five. Three yeah. more hours. That, that was, was fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Till the sun came up. Mm-hmm. But, it's just interesting to hear how they could play it out. Well, if he went here, well, no. If he went this way, you know, like so. But it's scandalous. If Fat you've man, ever worked, Fat Men Roll in Twos. Fat Man. That was one of my favorite lines from the show. <laughs> yeah. You said yeah. something about Waddle Up. Fat Men Roll in Twos. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it, <laughs> there's so many good one-liners for this show. There was a lot of. Good but ones. for anybody who's ever like had to brainstorm under a time crunch, I felt like that was so realistic. You're just running down all the possibilities, and you're throwing out ones that that don't make sense, and you're just narrowing that field further and further and further. You know, um, at, at one point. Joe wanted to pin it on the menthol cigarettes. Menthol here, menthol there. And he's like, boom, cracked it. And he's like, dude, come on. That yeah. is circumstantial at best. Half the city smokes menthol. He's like, it's not my fault. I'm stupid. And we had it. Let's go to bed. Damn. Yeah. You know? 
And then it, Frank looks just so well rested at that meeting. Doesn't he? he and was, why is it that Joe looks terrible and hungover? And Frank looks. <laughs> and right? Yeah. Was he? Well, not in this episode. No, but he does it. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. But Frank looked amazing for once, and Joe looked like Crapola. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Crapola. Yeah, Crapola. As they start their hunt for Abdullah, Osama, whatever. Osama bin whatever. <laughs> Osama they whatever. Don't care. The person yeah. that does not exist. The person that does not exist. And so that's what they're they're doing as they go into this fight that everyone's so excited about. Yeah. With homicide. Well, with yeah, with yeah. Trey. Which like I wish that his first and last name began with H's because then he could be like H something homicide H something. You know, because I love alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A little H squared. <laughs> That would make me happy. That would make you happy. Okay, well, note note to the writers yeah. next time. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was just his last name. Trey Homicide Harding. Boom. You, That's you have good. You have a Henry. minted star right there. That's um, but it was He practically committed homicide on his opponents. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. So uh, we find out this episode that Frank is an orphan. Yes. And I yeah. think that boxing, you know, he's giving back to Trey because no one was there to support him when he was trying to take his shot. Or... That was the only support he received as a kid was in the in the boxing club. Sure. Well, it was the yeah. only positive feedback I'm sure that he got, but he had no one backing him. He had no one paying uh, for him to be working on it all the time. Right. So he didn't have to uh, pull luggage at the airport? Exactly. You know, because uh, I'm sure Frank had to support himself from a very young age, and that's why he was never able to really have a real shot at the title. Um, but boxing kind of has a through line through this show. Uh, Joe gives a bit of his backstory. He says his dad was a boxer. Yeah. Um, and he used to talk about how his dad had sparred with, with Sugar Ray Leonard and was a total lie. But boxing is that sort of allegory of, you know, poverty. There's really only one way to come out and you've got to come out fighting, yeah. you know, and it's those poor cities. You know, we saw the fighter from Boston and all that. It's like the poor kids. Sometimes that's the only way you get out. You make a name for yourself, and you fight. And when you're, when you're yeah. a good, when winner, you know people want to put money on you, and it's your only real chance out. Yeah, and it's you, also a safe way to channel like anger and angst and and a hatred. And there's plenty you know? of that to go around yeah. in Detroit. Like yeah, I mean, the the, uh, what was it? Emmanuel Stewart until he died recently had that famous gym in Detroit. So I mean, it's very prominent in that city. I mean, there's been numerous, you know, world champions come out of the city of Detroit. So it's a very real thing right. in that yeah. town. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also a, a fitting metaphor for Joe and Frank and this case, I you agree, know, and yeah. this and this cover up because you it just even in that moment where Trey, you think he's almost down, right? You know, Trey, who's never been cut, he's never been bled. A uh, couple of big, big punches from his opponent, and everyone's like, "Oh no, this is happening." He's like, "No, no, no! Watch, watch what he's gonna do. He'll, he'll get out of there." And then at the last second, he, uh, the guy throws a haymaker. He swerves, uppercut, bam, right to the face. You know, <laughs> if you're, if you're who knew, who knew oh you my any of these <laughs> terminologies, <laughs> I know things that would make your head spin. <laughs> I okay. believe Apparently. just like James, I have secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Way to bring it back around. Yeah, yeah I like but it. you know, like in many, we were both like <laughs> in in many ways, you know, like the, this um, this speech to the mayor, this presentation was that was their uppercut, you know, against Boyd and against really the whole department. 
Uh, and we're gonna see, I think, Boyd fight back. Oh yeah, way to tie it together. You impress me every time, Matthew. Uh, Oriana, this is the Low Winter Sun after show, not the Matt Lieberman after show. (laughs) You're right. I I love. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's let's talk more. (laughs) So um, we got a little development, and like a troubling development, right? on the Frank and Danny front. Oh my gosh. She went for ah, it. Ah, you knew it was coming. I oh, know. He literally cock blocked her. He like put his, he like literally no, went, he, he did he a physical a block. Sti- he gave it the stiff arm. Did, it, stiff it arm. Like the, the cock no. block. It was the stiff arm. Well, I was thinking arm. he blocked him from there being any of that action. But you're right, it was a stiff arm. Usually it that takes awful. another person though. I'm, I know, but I was thinking he she did was just like, I wasn't expecting, like I felt like the magnetic pull, right? But I didn't expect her to actually go for it because I'm so used to dudes going for it, right? Yeah, she went for yeah. it. She, she went. Her eyes were all glittery, <sighs> and there was a moment, and he just, oh, which is so just crazy because I didn't picture her yeah. to be the one that would cross that work. You know, don't stick yeah, your pen in the company. Yeah, she's such a professional. Ink. Yes, you know, but maybe she's such a good girl and such a good professional that she just maybe wants to be bad once in a while. Maybe, but here's what but I... But not at work. Not but they're still there. She's at a boxing match. Right, but still... And got all excited yeah, Frank about was the one who he said leave like, the work at right, work. Right, but it was like four of them walking away. Like, it was just the two of them in a bar. I could maybe be like, all right, she Give the girl it. a break. Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying what she did was wrong. She just got <laughs> stiff-armed because it was not good timing. She got she got what? I'm sorry, stiff-armed? Yes, stiff-armed. Yes, stiff-armed. She got stiff-armed? <laughs> She got Steph Z. Yeah, she got Steph Z. Oh, oh damn! Dang. I just thought, is that a yeah. Steph Z special? Oh no, no, no! That probably was a Steph. You Z ain't special. good enough for this piece. Um, but I was commenting that the thing about Frank is that even if he has feelings for her, he cannot let her in for multiple reasons. One, Katya but, is still on his, you know, brain mind. However, if he lets her in, he's. Ex- He's oh god! Too, if she only knew, she wouldn't want in. She would yeah. exactly. He right. would be too vulnerable. Like we know, he's an emotional wreck inside, and so as soon as she gets a tiny peep into his world and emotionality, and Lord knows what he's involved in, the whole thing comes tumbling down. But here's the thing, right? I think at this, by the same token, Frank will at some point this season have to seduce her in an attempt to to like if she's Cover onto the ass. yeah if she's onto yeah. the case right. If he can get her incriminated somehow by getting her involved with him and making her look dirty, Ooh. then she has no power. I don't him. think he'll try and make her look dirty. Mm. I think she's going to find out something about him, and he's going to have to schmooze her to not telling on him. Or she's just going to mm. she's just going to do the thing we <laughs> talked about before, which would be cover up for him in hopes of winning his amor. But that's like that's career suicide. Yeah, but like I said, her her parents have very high expectations of her. We know that. I know, but she's trying to get into the FBI. She wouldn't throw that away for a guy. He does have that nose. I mean, (laughs) I know. It's a powerful nose. It's his his Samson hair. (laughs) You You shave off that nose, he has no strength. Yeah. Unlike, uh, what's his name, who had a what did they say he had? Like big ears? Small ears and... Tiny head, big ears, and smoke menthols. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Billy <laughs> that Hobson. That was a good line, too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of quotab- quotable lines this And episode. I really enjoy that, too, that we're, it's loosening up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it was so yeah. heavy. The pilot was so heavy. And that the second episode, too. We were kind of... Yeah. I remember sitting there going, just, wow, okay. And now I'm laughing and enjoying more. Every episode is a little more lighthearted. Even though this stuff is going on, it's still pretty Super awful. Heavy. But some levity was, like, yeah. needed. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. You need yeah. to die. 
Yeah. Let's throw a party. She's season six. So episode six is going to be fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> episode six is just going to be wall to wall. It's going to be laughs. so funny. Oh my Unbelievable. god. Unbelievable. They're going to push you into a grave, and there's just going to be yeah. kazoos. Yeah. And- yeah, it's going to be like shooting like a faux rap video and like pouring 40s on. Yeah, it's yeah. they'll walk you around weekend at Bernie's style. Yeah, the guy with the burnt hand. I was yeah. kind of thinking, wow. are they just going to kick the body out of the car? Or that's what I do? thought. I thought it was going to end on they dump the body and out I of the car and I thought without the dumping up. of the body, that's, yeah. yeah. He's got to watch. We're just yeah. going to have to watch. Maybe It'll he all be revealed to you. It will be revealed in time. Because they can't just dump the body because then... But heat's gonna come down on them. They need to get yeah. rid of the acid. Body. I heard acid's good for that. Who'd you hear that from? <laughs> I I don't know. Or do you have secrets? <laughs> Just a little some secret. Wait. Yeah, it's lie. Lie's good for that. Yeah, lie. Yeah. Um, season one of Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Look it up. Yeah. They did that on the bridge the this season too. They oh, yeah. put lie on somebody Ooh. last week. Wait, wait, isn't lie just to, like, uh, cancel out the smell? I have no idea. I may have just made it all up. Okay. I don't know. Well, James, you're loud. Um, <laughs> okay, any other lingering questions from this episode before we step back into kind of more of a formal interview? I think we need to mention Maya got slapped in the Oh, face. and she yeah. slapped him right back. She slapped him right back. But, well, but, but she slapped him first, and he slapped her back. Yeah, but then she said, the way she said, don't hit me, Made I me feel that it wife. happened before. Yes. Yeah, she, I am your wife. You talk to me. You don't. You talk me. this out. He's like, I am talking. I like, know you ain't. She's like, oh, and then pissed. she, but like, but then the but break, then, the the makeup sex. Why would she give him? He doesn't deserve the makeup. Is, this sex. is part of their love affair. Yeah. This is part it's of the their cycle. It is the cycle. It's their kind of. I'm the boss. No, I'm the boss. I'm gonna rough you up. We're in charge. Let's have sex. Whatever. Yeah, but that was probably like from him. I would see him being like, "Come here, babe. Come here." To her. Mm-hmm. Like, she, he, like, crawls back to her. Come here, I'm sorry. For yeah, sure. I'm sorry, I'm babe. Sorry. Come here. I won't do that again. Yeah. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for bringing the cake. Oh, that's yeah. more, yes, yeah, <laughs> bringing the cake. Yeah. yeah. And she does make that, she says, burning through that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After she get, hugs Papa T, and she goes, burning through that much. Well, because So he, what exactly? Well, so he was personal still pissed. Use? Well, I think all of them, but he was still pissed because then she was like, I'm not just your delivery bitch. And then he was saying about how she was flirting with Papa T, but it really came back all to Sean. So he was just pissed about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Or feeling insecure. I would like everyone to see my artwork that I can only describe as a downward spiral for Damon. That is a downward spiral. I just realized that Damon is going down in a downward spiral. I mean, he's losing his power to everyone else. Like, he's losing his power to Maya. He's losing his power to Sean. He's losing his power to Papa T because he's so insecure. Yeah. Yeah. He's just falling apart. And I feel like he wasn't that stable to begin with. He wasn't. He just got way ahead of himself. Obviously, it's like, I mean, quickly, like. But it just yeah. makes Quickly. him that much more dangerous. But you know what was to be that insecure. Me? I thought True. it was kind of a powerful scene when you see him in the safe and you see that there's a gun in the safe. Yeah. And it's just him and Papa T and he chooses not to take that gun. Yeah. He takes the gun but he doesn't shoot him there. Because doesn't yeah. he take a shot? He takes later it. Well, and then Gus he, takes the first shot. No? Does, Gus takes the first shot, but then uh He has one. Yeah, he yeah. pulls it out of his yeah, yeah. Out of his uh, pants. Um he had always intended to use it. But you're absolutely but right. Gus he got had off the first shot. he had the, uh, he had the, the opportunity right. to take out the big man, but then there would have been a bum rush. Who and knows? he would have been in more danger. Okay. Yeah. Um I think we have time for like one or two questions for James, and then we'll move into predictions. Mm-hmm. Um so I just want to talk about like one of the things that I love about the show, right? Is is Detroit itself. Mm-hmm. It's such a unique 
place to set to set a, a TV series. I haven't seen any there. It, it lends so much color to it. What was it? What was it like shooting this show on the streets of, Detro- of Detroit? Uh, bizarre. Yeah. Um, and like, because I know shooting only just ended a couple weeks. Well, ago. places you wind up that like you would never be otherwise ever in the history of your life ever. It's just so dangerous and so bleak um, and so sad, um, like on the east and west sides. I mean, our, our production offices were beside the Packard plant. It's like several miles of just abandoned ruin. Wow. Um, and this was before they'd even announced they were bankrupt. Yeah. Bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. It's so. But it's, I mean, it's a nice backdrop. Like, I mean, I thought, like, as someone who, had, if I had never been there, that first episode where where Frank walks out of his house and you see the house across the street yes. it's like burned down in graffiti. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how it is because the the all the horrible places aren't like low-income housing because people went to Detroit because of the guarantee of the jobs in the automotive field. And it's a lot of middle-class neighborhoods and homes that are abandoned and burned out. People couldn't make a mortgage. They left, turned them over to the bank. The bank realized no one's ever coming back. So forget it. We don't want it. So right. it just sits there. And it was crazy. Um, no street lights on, just scary and desolate and like kind of post-apocalyptic. But at the same time, the downtown area, the architecture is staggering. But there's just no one's in any of the buildings. Then you move wow. out to some of the suburbs and stuff, and there's a lot of... It's, it's, it's an interesting place. The people are really interesting, and, it's, and people care about the place. People that live there care. Right. Um, and there's like a spirit and a vibrancy that still kind of pulsates through people that have pride and where they come from. And I feel like that comes through in the show. I mean, yeah. that gritty feel. Um, and I remember we talked about on that pilot episode of the house. There's a scene where there's a dog that runs by that has like a dead animal in its mouth. Yeah. And just the, that painting the picture of kind of a doggy dog, yeah, dirty mm-hmm. rat sort of place, but not. And but we'd drive ax- around and see accident. abandoned dogs like that. Just they you would do. look like coyotes just running the streets, but they were, you know, dogs and it It's just rough. Heavy. It's just rough. And yeah. it was uh and it's it's one of those where you hear about it and people talk about it, you see it covered on the news, see photographs. It's a totally different deal when you've been there. Sure. Like, totally different. And it's almost doesn't do it any justice to try to describe. Yeah. But you you see these burned out places that are like butted up to Comerica Park where adults are playing a kid's game for millions of dollars but you live right beside the park but it's like completely out of reach like mm-hmm. that life wow you know that American dream is so far away um, so t- still talking about dogs have you had a Coney dog oh yeah I was gonna ask that's American American or Lafayette, or Lafayette. which side do you fall on sir I'm a vegetarian no <laughs> Oh my God. Disappointing. So disappointing. But I mean, you're amazing. forgiven. They were waiting all episodes. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm so sorry. I'm a vegetarian. But my buddy, who's an actor that's from Detroit, uh, what I, uh, this, the hotel I stayed in was on the street where the, the hot dog places are. And uh, he said that like divides people. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, completely. It's like, like it's, it's totally true. Like, you're either Lafayette or you're American, and there's just no. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. You're not... There's just not. There's no in-between. It's bizarre. I, yeah. I met a... Uh, I 
had a conversation with a neighbor this week that's from Detroit, and essentially said it's like picking your side, picking your gang, and yeah. it's all in the chili. Apparently, one spicier than another, different different flavors. I've never had. I wouldn't either. know, right, but no, me neither. until next time. Yes, until yeah. next time. Um, I just want to quick predictions before we head out. We're running out of time. It's going to get better. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Steph Z, predictions. I think a big fight between Maya and Damon about Michael here's death is mm-hmm. happening. I feel like that's going to linger a little bit. Um, blame is going to be thrown around for that, I think. Um, and, you know, Boyd's just going to stick his freaking nose somewhere again to screw a wrench in the plan. Totally. The dribbler's going to do something. Yeah, he's just he's got looking something at There's something else about everybody. him. He's just yeah. got that look on his face like, I know something you don't know. <laughs> Oriana. Uh, essentially the same thing. I mean, I think the dribbler's going to dribble out some more information, um, whether real, fabricated, whatever his intentions are. I think Damon is on an explosive path. Uh, the downward spiral. He saw my artistic rendering. Yeah. Um, I like that spiral. Thanks. Other than that, um, yeah, more... Yeah. More drama. Okay. Um, I personally, I think Sean's the one to watch. Ooh. He's he is a loose cannon. He's uh, his connections to the crime side and to Frank, uh, and I think that he he is somehow going to be instrumental to somebody's downfall because he has no allegiance. Real quick, guy that plays Sean, New York actor. It's his first TV job. Just does a bunch of theater here and overseas. Uh, he brought his own dirt. To Detroit to cover himself with. Wow. Wow. That looked like the first time I saw him was in the lobby of the hotel, and I was like, that guy's gotta be an actor, they would get him out of here. <laughs> he was like, method homeless guy. The whole Damn. time he was there. His own dirt. That's his own crazy. dirt from New York. Well, it, pay, it, it, it definitely <laughs> Who knew? paid off. There you go. Um, all right. I, uh, I want to thank James for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Um, Thanks. and we're super excited. We have, uh, some more special guests, hopefully later in the season, possibly yeah. next week. So please stick around. We'll probably make a formal announcement once we know for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, James, where can the people find you? They can uh, find you on Twitter. Yeah. That's how I found you. Oh yeah, you did. Got a little Twitter friendship going, don't we? Yeah, we do. That's nice. And where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, What's your Twitter handle? Uh, James Harvey Ward. Okay. Uh, That's my name. That's your name. Don't wear it out. Steph, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. All right. Oriana Leo. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo or online at BeTheBestGuest.com. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Breaking Bad and Under the Dome after shows. Uh, we're really excited. We have Jolene Purdy get, uh, who's guesting on uh, our after show for Under the Dome this week. So please stick around for that on Thursday. Thank you guys so much. Thanks again to James. Have a great Thank night. You. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! (laughs) <laughs> the views expressed herein do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.